Welcome to Vinyasa Yoga with Nathan Johnson. Please practice barefoot on a non-skid yoga mat. And remember to take child's pose whenever you need a break. To find out more about Nathan, or to make a donation towards this and future podcasts, visit his website at nathanyoga.com. Enjoy your practice. Blanket, two blocks, and a strap. All right, everyone, uh, take your blanket. Take your blanket, open it up. Bring the tasseled edges together. Come set, and then fold it the other way. So folding it along the long edge, and then again fold it the other way. And again, fold it the other way. And fold it the other way, actually, so it's a nice little box. And then have the big crease face the front of the room and come sitting right on that big crease here. Just remove the flesh from out underneath your sits bones. And let's come to a cross-legged seated position. And I want you to go into the position that feels the most awkward. So maybe just experiment with switching your legs and just feel, see how that feels. And if it feels a little awkward, that's your, that's your pose. Good. Close your eyes. I'm going to kill the music here. Close your eyes and imagine that your sits bones are grounding down into that blanket. And then as your sits bones ground down, the crown of your head floats up towards the ceiling. And starting at your tailbone, just imagine that each vertebra is floating on top of the one before it. And then as the crown of your head floats up towards the ceiling, you're creating a little bit more space in between your vertebra. So there's a little bit of an ease with this posture. You're not straining to have a nice, good, straight spine. It is merely floating up towards the sky so that there is some um, more sort of, I guess, fluidity with your spine. Soften the muscles in your face. So now starting at the crown of your head and going down, I want you to soften anything you don't need right now in this pose. Really, the only thing that you really need is your spine, that the structure of your spine to hold you up in this pose. But otherwise, let everything in the periphery let go. Allow your forehead to soften and your eyebrows. Allow your eyelids to soften your ears. Allow your jaw to let go so much so that you are 
your lips naturally part away from one another. Imagine your chest is floating up towards the sky. So there's a slight lift of your chest. And with that slight lift of your chest, you should feel your shoulder blades integrate a little bit more onto your back. Your shoulders come back and fall back. Bring the tops of your hands onto your thighs if they're not there already, either palm down or palm up. Allow your ribs to let go, your stomach. Bring your awareness to your pelvis. So now with your your hips elevated over your knees with the blanket underneath you, that's the idea is to get your hips over your knees. And by getting your hips over your knees, your lumbar spine could have its natural curve. Without that, with the hips below the knees, we tend to sort of dump there in the lower lumbar spine. But just bring your awareness. The lumbar spine is the lowest part of your spine. It kind of starts at your um, sacrum, kind of goes all the way up to almost to like the lower mid of your back. It has a natural curve in. Lordotic curve, I think it's called. And with those hips elevated, your pelvis actually, because you're not dumping into your lower back, your pelvis sort of tips forward a little bit. So just feel that slight tip forward of your pelvic bone your pelvis. So there's an ease, there should be an ease to this seated posture. Now bring your awareness to your breath. Sort of the next layer beyond the physical body is the breath. And the breath is the only system in our body that is automatic, yet we can control. We can't control our circulation necessarily. We can't control sometimes the nerve firing or digestion. But the breath is something that can be controlled and start to deepen and lengthen your breath. Imagine with every inhale, the breath is running down the length of your spine, all the way down towards the bottom of your pelvic floor. And start to take progressively with every inhale and exhale deeper fuller breaths 
so that really you're reaching the peak of your inhale that you are breathing in as much air, filling your lungs with much air as possible. There are benefits to breathing deep. Many benefits to breathing deep. You're introducing more oxygen into your blood, which is good. And by lengthening and deepening your breath, you are stimulating, I think it's the parasympathetic nervous system. (laughs) I get them confused, but it's the system that calms you. It's not the system that engages in a fight-or-flight response. So by now, you should have nice, deep, full inhales and exhales. Bring your hands to heart center in front of you. Bow your head to your hands. Set an intention for your practice today. It could be as simple as breathing through every pose and putting more of your focus on your breath. It could be just keeping a positive attitude or not being too hard on yourself if that's your tendency. Or perhaps challenging yourself if your tendency is to give up too fast and too soon. But set a goal. Good. Go ahead and blink your eyes open. Release your hands to your legs. And separate your legs like a seated split. As far apart as you can get them. Mm Mm-hmm. Good. And then from here, just go ahead, lift your heart up, draw your shoulders back, flex your feet, draw your toes back towards your face. And then walk yourself forward, coming into a wide-legged forward fold here, reaching as far forward as you possibly can. Keep drawing those toes back towards your face and every inhale. See if you can lift your heart forward and through so you're ironing out your back and every exhale you're hinging at your hips. You're bowing forward even a little bit deeper. Good. Every inhale is an opportunity to find a little bit more length. Every exhale is an opportunity to find a little bit more depth. Good. Inhale. Walk yourself up. Grab your strap. And I want you to put your strap over your right foot. So you're going to grab two ends of your strap. Just thread it over your right foot there. Yeah. Good. Holding both ends of your strap, I want you to pull the strap back to lift your heart forward. So you should feel the shoulders integrate onto your back. You're going to maintain that, and then you're going to bow forward over that right leg, and then perhaps walking your hands a little bit more further up your strap, 
bowing over that right leg. Now your torso is going to still want to turn out and turn open. See if you can square your torso off with your right leg as you bow forward in this pose. Keep engaging the left foot. Don't allow that to relax. So yes, flex that left foot. Every inhale, again, see if you can iron out your back. Flat. Yeah, just sort of take that roundness out of your back. Every exhale, perhaps bowing forward a little bit deeper over your right leg. So these poses are not static. They're dynamic. We're moving, even though it might be imperceptible. We are still moving almost on a microscopic level sometimes, right? And even if you just think... Finding a little bit more length, maybe you're just finding a little bit more length in between one vertebra. And then on an exhale, maybe you're just finding a millimeter more of depth, of bowing forward. That's fine. You're moving still. Good. Inhale. Walk yourself up. Remove the strap from your right foot. Put it over your left foot. Same idea before you go into this pose first. Let's find the length in the spine. That's very important. So pull that strap back to integrate the shoulders onto your back. To iron out your back. Find that nice, good, straight spine. And then hinging at your hips without rounding your spine. Bow forward. So you're sort of drawing your heart towards your foot instead of your head. It's your heart. Your heart lifts forward towards your foot. Square your torso off. So you might need to drop that right shoulder down a little bit. Lift the left shoulder up. So you're squaring your torso off with that left leg. And then exhale, maybe walking your hands further down the strap. Maybe, yes, you're flexible enough to grab your foot with both hands. That's fine, too, if that's where you are. Every inhale again is an opportunity to find more length. Maybe you find, maybe identify one, two vertebra and see if you can find a little bit more length in between those vertebra. Identify an area in your back right now that's maybe rounding out a little bit and see if you can find that length. And then exhale, hinging at your hips, finding that depth. And breathe. Don't sacrifice your breath for the pose. And breathe, 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 breathe. Good. On your next inhale, walk yourself up, remove the strap. You put the strap to your side and then bring both soles of your feet together, coming into butterfly position. Bring your hands to your feet or to your ankles. And again, you're using the leverage of your hands to lift your heart forward and through, drawing your shoulders back. Find that length, keep that length, and you're going to exhale, bow forward over your legs here for Konasana. Every inhale, lift your heart forward and through. Iron out your back. Every exhale, perhaps bowing forward a little bit deeper. Finding that groin stretch. Yes.
Inhale. Come on back up. Bring your knees together and extend your legs out in front of you. Grab that strap again. Put that strap over both feet. Same idea again. Press the mount of your big toes forward and peel your pinky toes back. Yeah. And then using your hands again, pull your hands back to lift your chest forward and through. Find that length. And then exhale, hinging at your hips, bowing forward over both legs. Paschimottanasana. Every inhale, lift your heart forward and through. It's your heart that's leading in this pose, not your head. Exhale, hinging at your hips. Inhale, come on back up. Remove the strap. Swing your legs to one side. Remove your blankets. Come on to all fours. We're going to be here briefly. Come on to the top of a push up. We'll be here briefly. Top of a push up plank pose. And then press your hips down and back for downward facing dog pose. Yeah, make sure, so your chest, you want to get your chest as close to your thighs as possible. So really lift those hips up. Every bend, bend your knees, everyone bend your knees slightly. Yes, and then get your chest closer to your thighs. Nice adjustment. And then keeping that inverted V, go ahead, relengthen your knees. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so don't allow your back to collapse. Bend your knees again. Yeah, now press your chest closer to your thighs. That's it. Good. Now keep that. Yeah. And if you, don't, if you just have a bend in your knees, that's fine. Good. Everyone, walk your hands back to your feet. Forward fold. Make sure your feet are about hips width distance apart. So that's about two fists length. Your toes are slightly turned in. Heels slightly turned out. And then clasp opposite elbows or biceps. Just dangle forward in this pose here. Yeah. Breathe. Breathe into those ribs that are now exposed up towards the ceiling. See if you can find more space in your back ribs. release your arms down towards your mat and then clasp your hands behind your back pressing your palms in towards one another yeah make sure there's a micro bend in your elbows so you're not hyperextending your elbows for this pose reaching your hands up and over and then I want you to bend your left knee or allow your torso to fall over your right leg yeah really bend that knee to let your torso fall over your right leg yeah so you feel like a little bit more of a so your right leg is straight right leg straight left knee bends 
Good. Inhale up through center. Exhale, switch, bending your right knee, allowing your torso to fall over your left leg. Good. Inhale up through center. Exhale, release your hands down to your mat. And walk yourself forward and through, coming back into downward facing dog pose. Yeah, a good way to find down dog is to come to plank and then lift your hips up and back. And that's how you know how long your dog should be. The tendency is to have a short dog. You want a long dog. Yeah. Good. Bend your right knee. Allow your left heel to drop down towards your mat. And actually, everyone, bring your right foot, your right toes, to the back of your left heel. Uh-huh. And you're going to use those toes to press your heel down towards your mat. Yeah. That's it. Press that heel down, down, down. You should feel a nice, good stretch in your calf. Press it down. See if you can get that heel in contact with your mat. That's the idea. Good. Release that and let's switch sides. Yeah, use that foot to press your heel down. Breathe. Good. Release that. Come forward and through into plank pose, top of a push-up. Drop your knees directly down to the mat. Uh-huh. So we're going to do a little modified push-up here. You're going to exhale slowly, lower all the way down onto your belly. Keep your hands right where they are. You're going to pull your hands back to lift your heart up into cobra pose. Press your pelvis into your mat so you're, so you're not rounding in your lower spine. The cobra should be pretty low. Draw your shoulders back. Lift your heart forward and through. So it's mostly coming from between your shoulder blades, a little bit lower than your shoulder blades. Find the back bend there. Good. Tuck your toes. Lift yourself back up. Plank pose. Exhale. Downward facing dog pose. Good. Step your right foot between your hands into a lunge. Nice, good, deep lunge here. Mm -hmm. Look at your feet. Make sure your feet are hips width distance apart so you're not in a tightrope in this pose. Yeah. Good. And your right knee is over your right ankle. Uh-huh. And draw your right hip back, left hip force. You're squaring your hips off to the front of the room. Good. I want you to isometrically pull your hands back to lift your heart forward and through. We're finding that alignment in the spine again so much that you're going to just lift your hands behind you and you're going to float here. Yeah. Drop your chin down so you maintain length in the back of your neck and just hold here in this lovely pose. Isn't this wonderful? And breathe. Find a gazing point below you and breathe. Now you might be feeling some pain here, and that's a good pain. As long as it's not a, short, a sharp nerve pain, it's a good pain. And see if you can breathe through it. The yoga starts when you want to quit. So just see if you can maybe breathe a few more breaths past this pose. You're working your body. You're enlivening your muscles. You're building muscle right now, right? That's what we want. That's what we want. A nice, good, healthy, strong body to get you through your life. 
Good, release your hands down, nice. Drop your back knee down. Now if you have it, just drop your back knee down. We're still in the lunge, yeah. So if you have a, you know, a sensitive patella or if you're right on top of your knee, you can take the outer edge of your mat and just double it over so you have a little bit more padding on your knee. You can just fold it over once or you can put your blanket underneath your knee, it's totally fine. But otherwise we're gonna come back up here into the Anjane Asana low lunge. Yes, bend that front knee deep. Draw your navel in and press your torso away. You should feel a little stretch here in your groin. Good, release your hands down. You're gonna walk yourself back. Just keep walking yourself back. Keep your back knee right where it is. Straighten your front leg, coming into half splits here. Draw your toes back towards your face. Again, isometrically draw your hands back to lift your heart forward and through. You might wanna have blocks underneath your hands, if that makes sense for you. Good, drawing your chest forward and through. And I want you to imagine this heel, this front heel, is on the beach and you're trying to create a divot in the sand by digging your heel down, back, and into the sand. You guys feel that? Draw those toes back, flex that foot, Grace. Flex that front foot, draw your toes back, yeah. Good, you might be feeling it just fine here or you can exhale, bow yourself forward over that front leg coming into Half splits. Arda Hanumanasana. Good, release out of that, plant that front foot back where it is. We're gonna come back into the low lunge. Tuck your toes behind you, lift your back knee up. Again, draw your right hip back, left hip forward. Isometrically draw your hands forward to lift your heart forward and through, engage your core and just reach your hands behind you. Flying in this pose, breathe. Yeah, and there's a nice good line of energy from the crown of your head all the way to your back heel. See if you can separate those two points away from one another. So you're reaching crown of your head forward. Your heel is going back. Good, everyone else inhale, lift up for crescent pose. Good, bend your front knee deep, lift your back thigh up. Breathe. Breathe. Deep inhale in, exhale both hands down. Grab your blocks, just get your blocks to the right beside your front foot if they're not there already. Good. Good, you're gonna walk your back foot in almost half the distance so that you can plant both feet onto your mat and you're gonna bring your hands on top of your blocks. So you can go the highest level, middle level, lower level, whatever feels right. We're coming into pyramid pose here. Both legs are straight, both knees are straight, yes. Draw, again, your right hip back, left hip forward. Press your hands down to lift your heart up. Find that length in your spine, and then hinging at your hips, bowing forward over your front leg. 
Yeah, for Parjvotanasana. Nice, everybody. And level your hips off. Yeah, so Grace, drop your, what is it, your left hip down, right hip up. Yeah, yeah, there you go, yeah. Yeah, straighten that front knee. Maybe you bring them up just one more level. Yeah, try that. Breathe. Deep inhales and exhales. Okay, this is where it's going to get fun. So you're going to keep your, pretty much keep your legs right where they are. You're going to walk your torso over your right leg and you're going to spin to the, you're going to keep your front foot right where it is. Don't move your front foot, but you're going to spin to the outside edge of your back foot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Spin to the outside edge of it. So you're sickling it and you're spinning the outside edge of it. Everyone see my back foot? Yeah. And then bow forward. You should feel this in your IT band. Does everyone feel this in your IT band? Isn't this great? I do this after every run. Good. Inhale. Come on back to center. Back foot meets your front foot. Let's just come back into a forward fold. Micro bend your knees and maybe clasp opposite elbows and biceps and just chill here. It should feel like a little bit of a rest. Yeah. Feet hips width distance apart. So two fists lengthen between your feet. Mm-hmm. And make sure most of your weight is on your toes. So your heels are slightly lifting up off of your mat. Good, you guys. Breathe. Breathe. Good. Plant your hands. Bend your knees. Plant your hands down onto your mat. Step, step back into plank pose. Top of a push-up. And then come into downward facing dog pose. And then step your left foot up towards your mat, coming into a deep lunge. Yeah, separate those feet as far apart as you can get them so the lunge is nice and deep. Again, draw your left hip. Make sure your feet first are hips with distance apart so you're not in a tightrope. Draw your left hip back, right hip forward. Isometrically, maybe you can do this with blocks now. Draw your hands back to lift your heart forward and through. Draw your navel up and in, and then just floating your hands back behind you. Flying here, finding that line of energy from crown of your head to your back, back heel. Find a nice, good straight line. Mm-hmm. And breathe through it. Go beyond your limit. Go beyond your limit. Take two to three breaths beyond the place where you want to quit, because that's where it starts. Breathe. 
are a lot of lessons to be learned on the mat. They say how you do anything is how you do everything. Sometimes we extend ourselves past our limit and we need to back off. Some of us, we give up too soon. So just see where you are. I don't know where that is for you. You know. See where you are and see if you can test that a little bit. Good, everyone. Both hands down. Drop your back knee down. Uh Uh-huh. And if you want to double up your mat, you can double up your mat. Yeah. And then walking yourself back, maybe bringing your blocks back with you. We're going to set up for half splits. So remember the setup is you're flexing your front foot first. You're driving that heel down, back, and in, creating a divot in the sands. You're lifting your heart up. You're finding that length in your spine. And if all that's working for you, you can then bow forward, hinging at your hips, bowing over your front leg. Yeah. So not sitting back on this, your hip is right over your front knee here. Like this. Yeah, so come on up. So your hip is right over your knee. Mm-hmm. You maybe want to walk this foot forward. There we go. And you can bring these up even higher. Yeah, bring them up here. Yeah. There we go. And bow forward there. Breathe. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Good. Inhale. Walk yourself forward and through, coming back into the low lunge. Tuck your toes behind you. Lift that back knee up. Draw your left hip back, right hip forward. Keep your torso nice and low in this pose. Find that length, and without moving your torso, just draw your hands back. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? There's no machines, no weights, just your body and gravity. How can this be so challenging if it's just your body and gravity? Right? Good. Inhale, let's lift up into crescent. Lunge, bend your front knee deep, lift your back thigh up. Smile. Smile in this pose. Breathe. Draw your navel in, tuck your tailbone. Draw those lower ribs in there. Yeah, good adjustment, Amberly. Good. Breathing on five. Bend that front knee deeper. Four. Smile. Three. Two. And one. Both hands down. Yes, walk that back foot in. You're straightening both legs. Bring your blocks up. Maybe start at the highest level here. Setting up for pyramid pose. Draw your left hip back, right hip forward. Press down through your blocks to lift your heart forward and through. And then hinging at your hips, bowing over that front leg, Parjvottanasana. Yeah, it should feel like a nice, good break here. You should feel this a hamstring stretch. Breathe.
So keep the front foot right where it is. Don't move it as you walk your torso all the way to the left and you spin to the outside edge of your back foot, sickling it. Maybe bowing forward over that front leg, stretching your iliotibial band. Breathe. Good. Inhale, come on back to center. Back foot meets your front foot for a forward fold again. So I'm going to give you some options here with the forward fold. You can just come and clasp opposite elbows and just stay there. Or you can peace finger grab your big toes with your index middle finger if you want. Pull your hands up. Pull up to lengthen your spine. And then exhale, draw your heart in between your legs here. onto your mat and you're going to step your left leg again all the way back coming into a deep lunge and I want you to bring a block so it's like right easily available um, on your right side drop your back knee down you're going to walk your right foot to the left we're going to set up for pigeon pose but I want you to bring your uh, right butt right on top of that block here as we set up for this pose so the more your front knee is at a 90 degree angle, the deeper the stretch. So if you have particularly tight hips, bring your foot closer into your groin if it's too much. But do make sure that your hips, both hips are squared off to the front. So imagine you have um, headlights here on your pelvic bones. You don't want the headlights to be facing here. You want them to be facing forward. Mm-hmm. Good. So yeah, and adjust that foot to your own degree. So some of you, I'm already feeling it right here in my hip. Pretty good. So I might stay here for a few breaths. If you want a little bit more, you can walk yourself forward and through coming over that front leg. Good. Nice. That's the idea. Yeah, and if the block just does not work for you underneath that hip, I get it. You can remove it. But if it's a nice adjustment, keep it there. I think most of you guys can keep it there except for Amber Lee. She's pretty uber bendy flexible in her hips. Yeah, so you should feel this in your right hip. It should feel like a nice, good, deep massage, hopefully. You know? Sometimes it kind of hurts, but it hurts good. Breathe. yourself up. Keep your legs where they are. Draw your right foot into your groin, even if it's not there that close yet. 
Some of you might need a strap for this. You might need to put a strap over your back leg. But the idea is, is that you're going to bend your back leg, reach back and clasp the big toe side of your foot, but keep squaring your hips off. Looks like everyone can do it. Yeah, good. Draw your right hip back, left hip forward. Of course, the closer your foot in is in towards you, the deeper the stretch it will be in your um, quadricep. And breathe. Everyone feels this in their quad. Yeah. Good. Remember the first time I ever did this pose, I wanted to punch someone because it was like anger was coming out. I don't know why. And they say that sometimes we store things in certain parts of our body. So if you're feeling something, it's just natural. Just breathe through it. You're releasing it. If you want a little bit more, you can tuck your tailbone, draw your navel in. That will sort of deepen the stretch even more. Good. Release, release that back foot and release the block and come into downward facing dog pose just to sort of get some circulation back into your hip if you want to pedal your feet out or whatever you need to do that feels good. And then eventually you step your left foot in between your hands coming into that lunge, that nice good deep lunge first. Having a block at the ready, drop that back knee down, walk the left foot to the right and you're just going to plant that butt cheek onto the block to elevate your hip a little bit. Make sure your knee is a little bit outside of your hip, just a little bit outside. Draw your left hip back, right hip forward. And then if you want, you can always bow forward in this pose. Nice, everyone. Bring this knee a little bit more outside of your hip. Yeah, that's it, good. Now bow forward. Yeah, a little different, huh? Good, yeah, breathe, breathe into that left hip. Next inhale, just slowly walk yourself up. Draw that left foot into your groin. Well, look, look at your back knee. Just make sure your back knee is right behind your hip. So you might need to walk it in a little bit. And then from there, go ahead, bend that back leg, clasp your big toe side. Draw your left hip back, right hip forward. Yes, and of course, the more you pull that foot in, the deeper the stretch. Tuck your tailbone, draw your navel in. This is a pigeon variation.
Good. Release that. Plant your hands, stepping back into a downward facing dog pose. Just pedal your feet out. Walk your hands back to your feet, forward fold. And slowly take your time so you don't get dizzy. Roll up your spine vertebra by vertebra. And a deep inhale in. Good. Turn and face me. And I want you guys to actually be standing behind your mat facing me. And take your mat and you're going to just take the long edge of your mat and you're going to double it up once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then come, come maybe like about a foot behind your mat. And you're going to come into a wide-legged position here. Good. Make sure your toes are in, your heels are slightly out. Inhale, reach both arms up towards the sky. And with the flat back, let's come into a forward fold, bowing forward here. Bringing your hands, bring your fingertips in line with your toes. See if you can find as much length as you can in your spine. And then exhale, draw your chest in between your legs. Good. And from here, I want you to walk your feet away from each other, finding that the deepest stretch you can. But but make sure both feet are are uh, your toes are in, your heel is out. Uh huh. So you're just separating your feet as long apart as you possibly can. Good. From here, you're going to walk yourself forward, and you're going to plant the insides of your knees onto your mat. And then bend your knees, bring your ankles right behind your knees. Come low onto your torso. And then very slowly, staying as low as you can, press your butt back towards your ankle. And you're going to find a natural stopping point there in your groin. Just stay there and chill there. This is frog pose. So see how far you can push your butt back. Walk your butt back. Everyone feels this in their groin? Okay. Amberly, do you feel this in your groin? Walk yourself back. Even just just keep your knees where they are, but just walk your butt back. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying? So you're walking and you're bringing your butt back towards your ankles. Yeah. Staying low. You feel that? Yeah. Okay. Breathe. This can be an intense stretch. We don't stretch this area that much. Breathe. Deep, full inhales and exhales. come forward and through straighten your legs you're going to press yourself back up into a wide-legged forward fold uh-huh 
Good. Walk your feet in just a little bit. Bring your hand. Actually, you can unfurl your mat from here. And then inhale, come all the way back up. How was that? That nice? Good. Come onto your backs on your mat. Hug your knees into your chest. Release your arms to either side like airplane wings and allow both knees to fall to the right, one stacked on top of the other. Turn your gaze to the left. Bring your right hand to your top knee. Yeah. And breathe here. your knee and then inhale your knees up through center exhale switch sides turning your gaze to the right knees flop to the left center. Good. And release your legs down. We're going to do one more pose here. I want you to bring your hands underneath your butt. So you're sort of sitting on top of your hands, palms facing down. Uh-huh. And you're going to bend your elbows almost like they're flying buttresses, propping yourself up here. Yeah, so bend your elbows. So your elbows should be right underneath your shoulder blades. Imagine those like flying buttresses of a cathedral. Draw your toes back towards your face. And you're going to puff your chest up, forward and through. And then very gently draw your head back, coming into fish pose, Matsyandrasana. And on an inhale, you're going to take a deep inhale in. On an exhale, you're going to stick your tongue out and make a ah. Ready? Take a deep inhale in. Open your mouth. Ah. Let's do two more of those. Inhale. Ah. Inhale. Good. Release out of that. 
Release your hands out from underneath you. Bringing tops of your hands onto your mat. Coming to corpse pose, Shavasana. Close your eyes. So make sure no part of your body is touching yourself. I mean, make sure your arms aren't touching yourself or any props, your limbs aren't touching anything. And really allowing yourself to let go in this pose. Allow gravity to take over and do all the work. This is a pose of true surrender, so allow yourself to truly surrender into this pose.
to rub your thumb across your fingers and wiggle your toes. Inhale, reach your arms behind you, point your toes for a lateral stretch, and exhale, draw your knees into your chest, and roll onto your right side in a fetal position, allowing your head to rest on your right arm. yourself up into a comfortable seated position facing the front of the room. And bring your hands to heart center and let's close the practice with the sound of one ohm, taking a deep inhale in. today everyone thank you for joining me have a wonderful rest of your day namaste